Hey, this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast, and welcome back to the Intuitive Masters of Happiness series. Do you want to find out why strengthening your intuition is so important? How about enhanced creativity, increased self-knowledge, better decision-making, greater physical health, and improved mental well-being. So stay tuned every Wednesday as we feature one guest interview from the Intuitive Masters of Happiness Conference held in February of 2023. We had such an awesome turnout that we wanted to make all 20 interviews available to you in audio version on the Create Happy Now podcast and YouTube channel. Now, if you want to watch the interviews rather than just listen to the audio version, you can download all 20 interviews today to have in your own library for $27.95, which is $20 off the VIP access package that was offered in February. You can go to my website, createhappynow.com, and go to the events tab to get your download today. Now, before I get to my next guest, for those of you who struggle with quieting your mind and want to be able to do it faster and easier and have more happiness, abundance, peace, and purpose and say yes to life every day, I want to remind you that I have a new meditation app coming out this summer that is designed to do just that. I also have a new meditation YouTube channel. Both are called Create Happy Meditations. So if you'd like to be on the waiting list for the app, go to my website, Create Happy happynow.com and click on the meditation app tab and sign up today. Last week, Tom T. Moore and I talked about first steps to awakening your intuition using his MBO techniques and stories of people who use it with miraculous results. My next guest is Lola Jones. Lola Jones has been among the most powerful authors and teachers of today, 16 years going strong now. She teaches in a clear and practical, down-to-earth, and sometimes playful style. Lola Jones guides you to open your true hidden potential. She also has a powerful gift to help people manifest tangible, practical results in their daily lives. Anyone who's willing to learn can do it. Her original work, Divine Openings, is more than a spiritual path. It's It's a joyful way to live your life. Here's the director's cut getting you down to her juicy wisdom about what it's like to live a life when your intuition is really strong. Lola, I'm so excited to have you today because you introduced a lot of the concepts I live by now today with the original book that I read, which was, I am doing, things are going great in my absence. Yes. And I'm telling you, it's just, it's a, book mine is just torn and tattered and read over and it <laughs> probably has some stains in it <laughs> um because it just it's everything you need to know it really um was profound in just taking every aspect of what you need to know about becoming a the best person, the balanced person that you can be and live a life of abundance, ease, and grace um, that I've really found, to be honest. And so when you agreed to be on today, I was just more than thrilled. I mean, I'm just so honored and humbled. So thank you so much for coming. And I hope that maybe you could just dive into some juicy stuff that I know you're going to share with the listeners today 
about intuition and why it's important and what it's like and and to to have a strong intuition and maybe some stories to to share with that. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Mm -hmm. And I love sharing. I love helping people. I I just can't stop. <laughs> I can't <laughs> stop creating new material. I can't stop creating even more practical ways for people to get it and practice it and for it to last. Yeah. What's in this book? Oh my gosh. It's like 5% of what now constitutes divine openings because it's been growing and expanding and expanding and expanding for 17 years. And that's what keeps me young and excited and alive. Um, I loved when you asked me some questions to, to be thinking about what's, how do you differentiate between intuition and logic? Yes. And sometimes people will say, oh, well, intuition's right brain and logic is left brain. I like to think of it as intuition is more receiving, which is feminine, and logic is more going to get it, wrangle it, figure it out, sort it out, which is masculine. And one of the things I just naturally do is help men and women tap into that more feminine aspect of themselves, which lets you receive without working so hard. Stop trying. Yeah. Without, no try. Yeah. There's only do. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can do yourself to death. Men cope with doing, doing, doing better than women. Women particularly get drained by doing, doing, doing. But when women learn to receive, it comes to you. Some of my students, we we called this one woman after a five-day retreat. We started calling her, calling her the goddess of receiving because she would just decide something that she wanted, like a house she would probably never be able to afford in her late 20s. And it came to her. Yep. And so it's coming to me is one of those mantras in my in my goddess course. Uh, well, also in some of the manifesting courses. And that is using your feminine power. And of course, they don't call it feminine intuition for nothing. Women seem to have a little more of a leg up on that. But of course, famously, men, scientists, inventors, writers, artists, authors of, of all kinds have used intuition some of the most brilliant writers said that I didn't write it. It came to me. And oh, yes. you could call that intuition. Some people call it being psychic. Some people call it channeling. But it's like there are different flavors of it. For me, how intuition plays out is, let's say I'm giving a webinar and there's a group of people there. I just know what to do. I know how to meet their needs. I ask them, what do you need? But I know beyond that, I know between the lines and they'll go, well, that's just incredible that you met needs. I didn't even know I had. And that's how intuition plays out for me. I'm not psychic. I, I don't read their future. 
I help them create their future. I don't read their future. I just have this one of my superpowers, which we all have us have superpowers. Yes, we do. Is yeah, to just I call it knowing without knowing how I know. Mm-hmm. That's one of my definitions of intuition as well. Knowing without knowing how you know. I know it, but I can't tell you why. I didn't analyze it. I didn't gather data and one plus one plus one plus one equals four. Intuition is more like, hmm, relax, tap in, feel the energy. And, oh, here's the answer. Here's four without going through one, two, three. It's kind of, this is a gross analogy, but if anybody's ever seen the movie Rain Man, where (laughs) he drops all of the, the matchsticks on the floor and he knows how many they were on the ground you know yeah. he didn't count them just knew yeah. you know that's a little like not what we're expecting as far as intuition but it is that kind of just knowing it's just one of know. those flavors yeah of intuition you know without knowing how you know right you didn't right. have to calculate calculating is masculine Direct knowing. It's one of my other terms that I just love. Direct knowing. There there are different ways to a conclusion. And I love using the masculine. I love using the feminine. Yet as a woman, the feminine is my best and most revitalizing, nourishing skill. Definitely a balance of both is best, yet so many of us have been trained by this society of just be logical, add it all up, calculate, analyze. Make goals, put out a plan, execute the plan. Lay out the steps. And very often, you know, maybe I will lay out some steps to get the energy flowing, but then very often... Well, this this download comes in of intuition. It's like I skip those steps. Just do <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's like, like oh, I, well. I want to go by the plan, but then you know, well, I'm gonna go. This. Yeah. It's like it's like being ADD, which I know I am. It's like you know, I want to do this, but I'm gonna have to go around this way to get there, and that's okay. <laughs> It's okay. I don't consider that wasted time. I consider it that by doing those masculine calculations or plans, I lined up the energy and then I relaxed and woo, here comes that intuition in for a landing. Now that's another interesting aspect of intuition. They, oh, there are whole books written on this. Many scientists, they did all the the studying and the gathering the data and the crunching the data and the the mental thinking and then they are exhausted at the end of the day they go home they are walking through the park and boom there's the answer Mm -hmm. so hey do the masculine part Uh, there are even some formulas that say uh do the masculine part um Brain work, study, learn, explore, research, gather facts, the busy brain. Then stop, empty your mind, get in no mind, which I consider like a big empty runway. Yeah. 
there's space for intuition to land where if you've got this crowded runway with all these numbers and stats and data all over it, mm-hmm. there's no space. Intuition comes in during relaxation, during, during let go as you wanted to exercise. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like it's folding it, laundry or something. Yeah, yeah, folding laundry. And then it's like, ding, uh-huh. whoa, the <laughs> eureka, the aha. And then, yeah, you may have to refine it and test it and go through some more rounds of analyzing and then stopping the brain. Um, I know for me, that 21 days I spent in silence, I didn't study intuition. I didn't, I was more focused on emptying. Yeah. Just being. Just being, emptying my mind, not using my mind. It's like shutting it up, getting it empty so that the new, fresh, profound could come in. And after that 21 days, divine openings was born. It took off. Everything I did worked. Things just came to me. So I consider intuition, that's, no, again, there's no one way to do things. Sure, you can do intuition exercises. I don't do that. I empty people out. Mm -hmm. And then intuition has a chance to get in. And now in five-day retreats, I can get people's minds empty. Most people are not going to take 21 days. Yeah, that's that's pretty intense. So and what I, I it might make, draw make a few people a little crazy. I think is I think sometimes people are afraid to empty their mind for fear well, yeah. they won't get it back, or <laughs> so they'll go offline and never be able to like kick back in again. People are afraid of all kinds of things. They're afraid of silence. They're afraid of emptiness. It feels like death or something. But I have these wonderful, fun, active dancing, singing, chanting, meditating exercises that take them into the stillness without being scary or threatening. There's no forced sitting. You will be silent. There's none (laughs) of that. It's almost like I kind of come in the back door and before you know it, your mind is gone and you're going, where'd it go? And I go, don't worry, it'll be back. (laughs) Yeah. Just hang it on the door over here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And And when it comes back, it's fresher. It's and smarter to start by just getting away from their phone. Oh, yeah. Just people get away are doing from their, their phone and their computer and their TV. They do that hours, too. At they least. do that too. Yeah. Silence. So the mantra is silence and space for intuition. Mm-hmm. Because the mind is like, whoa, 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 whoa. where's the in- intuition going to get in? Yeah. yeah. And our, 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 um, our human mind, our small self wants to fill every bit of space with chatter and activity and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> that reminds me, I do this hilarious exercise where we kind of get all that out by we're doing movement and we're doing blah, 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 blah. Like just going with that. Play with it. It's fun. Put on some music, do crazy, what we call crazy dancing, crazy movements that you normally wouldn't do. And Go blah, 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 blah. Turn all your thoughts into blah, 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 blah. Before you know it, you're like a baby. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Turn all your thoughts into blah, blah, blah. And now people will start to tell me a story and they'll go, 
okay, well, here's what happened and blah, blah, blah. And then we both start <laughs> laughing because they've come to where they don't take all their thoughts so seriously. They know that a lot of it is just blah, blah, blah. And that is such an insight to, because we take our thoughts so seriously. So they're just, I've got, a, I say about retreats, I have 101 ways to get you to do nothing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And, and it just has this almost magical feeling result of a clear, empty mind that then if you'll be picky about it, you only allow quality to come back in. Now we're all human and junk's going to try to come back in. And we, we just get picky. Well, like, uh, hold it. That's blah, blah, blah. And, ah, okay. And yeah. So silence and space are a prerequisite for intuition. And I think too, um, that's like the first way, because another thing that I, you know, I had mentioned to you, I wanted to talk about was letting go. And I think when you do a silent meditation, let go of technology for a while. Um, that's one exercise to kind of relinquish control of having to have your mind constantly active. But mm -hmm. another way to help improve your intuition is especially when you're trying to make something happen and it's just not happening. It's eluding you. It's just beyond your reach. It's just making it more awkward and tough and things aren't flowing. And when you just kind of like go, okay, I, I, I have given up. Mm -hmm. I've, I've done everything I can and you walk away and then it happens. It happens a lot easier. And again, men and women, can use their feminine energy, which is receiving the outcome or boon or result that you want, where masculine is trying to manipulate and guide and steer and control it into happening. That feminine approach is let go, lean back, relax, which takes all the charge off of it that's repelling it or the, repelling the person where that you want the change from, lean back and let it come to me. It's a feminine archetypical quality that women and men can cultivate and learn to do. Oh, I love letting it come to me. And especially as I get older, I'm lazier and less ambitious than I used to be. So I'm letting, <laughs> letting it come to me. I used to be more masculine. Like I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to get on that social media and I'm going to do lately. I'm like, eh, no, <laughs> I'm going to just play with how much can I just lean back and do my, do the doing that needs to be done and no more and let it come to me and the intuition comes to me and the the guidance for inspired efficient action comes to me and lately what's even been coming to me is my husband's been helping me he's retired he's researching the idea of giving a spiritual speaker's cruise you well, know he, he took that? that on and took that masculine action while I'm leaning back and letting it come to me yeah 
Yeah, it's so magical because I've seen it happen over and over in my life where every time I try too hard, it, it just, it's not going to happen. And so I just played out, well, okay, I'm just going to have the conclusion. I'll be okay without it and I'll move on. I'm going to go do something else. And then <laughs> boom, that person comes back. Oh, I'm sorry. I was late or, uh, yeah, I'm still interested or, you know, whatever, or you're at the grocery and you're looking for an item and you're looking for an item and you're just like, ah, uh, help, you know, and you'd ask someone that works there and they're like, it's right here. Oh, I don't know how many times I've asked for help where it's right in front of me. I've yeah. looked and looked. So when, when we're too attached, mm -hmm. there's tension in that. And uh, the, the universe and other people feel that. And, and it, it's repellent. Yes. And when we let go, oh, there's an exhale. There's the tension is released and that is magnetic. Yes. It's a magnetizing force that pulls it to us. Once again, feminine rather than going after it, hitting it over the head and dragging it home. And, and, you know, hitting it over the head and dragging it home again is the wheelhouse of the masculine energy and I'm not going to tell them to stop doing that because it's part of the balance of life. I'm not even going to tell women to stop doing that, but I'm definitely going to tell them to stop doing that in relationships, mm -hmm. in work, turn it on for work, turn it off for relationships because men are just like, oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I think too, when even, um, it, when, when you're in a panic, um, to like, if you've lost something, I have been in a panic, like trying to find my keys. Yeah. And I remember this is not too long ago. I was on a trip and I had to have my keys mm -hmm. and they were not in my purse. Oh, they were not, yeah. they were not in my purse. I mean, I, and they're, they got one of those long keychains, so I can like find them. So <laughs> I couldn't find them. So someone said, here, just let me look. So yeah. I handed them my purse and boop, there they were. I couldn't find them, but somebody yeah, else could because they were just not there. They did not exist well, for me. Yeah. I've heard that variation, uh, a variation on that story. Many times I've experienced it myself because the vibration is discordant and it's not aligned with your intention it's mm -hmm. it's not in a a positive expectation the vibration is not in positive expectation it's in worry it's in it's not going to work and so it doesn't work as well yeah yeah align, align energy first then take action but sometimes when we're panicked and we're searching for our keys we don't remember to do that. And, and you might want to explain too, how like sometimes that happens for people because they go into that state and then it's just a domino effect of the whole day turns out that way. And they have like this little cloud 
over their head and it's just perpetual. Well, vibration, yeah, vibration creates momentum. Mm-hmm. When we get on a vibration, it attracts another incident, another incident, another thought, and another emotion. And it's going, actually, I should be, my hand should be going down. It's <laughs> going down. And breaking that momentum, I will say, is challenging. Uh, I give people lots of techniques to do that. Um, but yeah, the, it's like a uh, asteroid going through space. It's got momentum. It's going to keep going forever till it hits something or until something like they shot those rockets in that hit it and make it go a different direction. So until we hit that momentum with something to change its direction, momentum uh, is a physics um, uh, reality. It's a, so yeah, don't, don't beat yourself up. If you're in a momentum, just gently begin to change that momentum. And that's why I tell people divine openings is a process. You don't just er, change your momentum in 10 seconds or even in a year, but oh my gosh, as we build that upward momentum year after year after year, it's just incredible what I see happen. And I get to share that with these tens of thousands of people all over the world. It's, um, it's a, it's a path. It's a, it's a way of life. It's like, I've decided that I'm going to open up more and more and more every year. And there's always going to be another little gift to open. And it's already all in here. I'm just going to open those gifts and open those gifts. Something to look forward to at every stage. And then there's more to look forward to. And life just gets better and better and better. It does. Yeah, it gets it better. Does. And we have our, we still have to surf the troughs and the crests. And yet. the path but that's of- easier. Yeah, it gets easier. It gets easier. The troughs get less deep and the crests get higher. The troughs Mm -hmm. get less deep and the crests get higher. I still have contrast in my life, but it's productive. I know how to use it now Mm -hmm. instead of like, oh no. I mean, we all think occasionally, oh no. Yeah. This, I can't fix this. Then we learn, okay, so how do I smooth out my vibration? Um, so that I can get back in the flow. Like, what can I learn body? from this? Hmm, this is something for me to know yeah. about right now. What yeah, what good's going to come from this? Yeah, right. And and yeah. sometimes it's, I mean, it could be something like, um, okay, say say you're a biker and uh, like a you know we're riding a bike. And you're going down a street and um, you have a flat tire and you're like, ah, that's so horrible. Like Mm -hmm. I don't need to have a flat tire right now, but you pull Mm -hmm. off to, to, because you can't ride. So you just pull off and it just so happens that if you had not had a flat tire, you might've been in a terrible accident down the road. You know, that's one thing about intuition. You very, very often don't know what would have happened if you hadn't followed it. Yes. Because you did. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> But very often by not following it, you find out what happens. And you're like, <laughs> I should have done that. I done that. It. Darn it. I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's uh it's pretty amazing and and I, also you'd ask what is synchronicity yeah and you know when i said i go into a group and i know what they need one thing that just blows me away is that being in the flow these groups on webinars or in retreats will miraculously all have sort of a commonality blows us all away but it really helps me and them because I tailor what I'm doing to the group yes no cookie cut there's no cookie cutter going on and so it's like ah well let's just meet those needs and dive right in and this is going to be so much easier because there's a commonality there what's good for that person is good for 10 others synchronicity ah and it's just a result of being in the flow. You have to notice them. I mean, as a as a group facilitator, what if you didn't notice it, right? Mm -hmm. It's there, but you didn't yeah. notice it. So you didn't take advantage of it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Or synchronicity is happening, but mm -hmm. you have to be open. You have to quiet your mind. You have mm -hmm. to be, it's kind of like that red car syndrome. Or like, you know, when yeah. you, you're thinking about buying a car, I mean, when I, I have a little, um, BMW Z4 and for a whole year, that's what I wanted. I hadn't bought it yet, but I, that's what I wanted to get. It was on my wish list, Right. So, and then you don't see them very much. No, but I saw every single one. And I, right? I never see them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but I saw them all the time because that that was happening in synchronicity and the, the guidance that you're getting from your intuition is the same kind of concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Intuition is being tapped into the flow, tapped into the vibrations that are coming to you all the time. Oh, and you said, can you lose your connection to your intuition? Yeah. I like to liken that to, to when people go, oh, I've lost my connection to God. And I go, well, let's get really clear about this. God didn't go anywhere you did. <laughs> Your focus went over there into the being enthralled with physical and physical reality issues. God was still there in 100% possibility. You stopped focusing on that. And so I say the same thing with intuition. It can seem like your intuition has deserted you. It have, has not. You have deserted it mm -hmm. by getting off on a different vibration and a different focus that is not conducive to intuition. It's right there. Everybody, yeah. every human being yeah. has this yeah. available. Absolutely. It's always flowing. It's, and it's, it sometimes all, is the skylight open to let that light in or is it closed down because thinking, thinking or, or negative expectation or, oh, everybody has it except me. And we yes. Can we can well, um, I, I just, we could go on and on. Um, it, it, and I know that your, your wisdom is so infinite on this subject. Um, and like I said, your book is one of my best favorite ones. It got me on this journey in the first place. 
And, um, and, and it's, it's just, and just what I said in your bio, you know, when, when, when I'm in the presence of you and, and listening to you, it's just, I want to be, I want to have that, you know, I mean, I want more of that ease and flow and just balance and happiness, which, which is available to everybody and it, and it can be easy. Right. So but thank you so much. Um, can you share with us how the listeners can get in touch with you? And I think you had a little exercise for us as well. Yes, you had mentioned, how do you let go? And I, I walked through that and people let go at the rate that they're able to let go and that they're able to overcome that, you know, fear of change, which often gets in the way of letting go. But, you know, in real simple terms, there's an exercise that I lead people through a lot. It works for so many things because it gets you out of your head. And really, if you get down to an oversimplified definition, letting go often does just mean getting out of your head. This is, you know, this is a wrong seeking missile. It's an objection generator. It's often like a dog on a bone with a problem. And of course you talked about before when we're gripped and attached like that, the goodness has a hard time coming. Yeah. So I do this one a lot and it's super simple. You begin by closing your eyes and focusing on a sun-like ball of energy, maybe the size of a baseball, just inside your head at the third eye level. And you don't have to be great at visualizing. If you just intend that it's there and you get some sense of, okay, there's a baseball sized ball of energy in my head, that actually is enough for it to work. I'm not a real vivid visualizer myself. I'm more of a feeler, a direct knower. So when I'm moving energy around, I know that just because I said the energy will move, it does. So enjoy the sensation of this powerful sun-like ball of energy inside your head at the third eye and put all of your focus there. Just let all of the scattered strings of distraction and worries and focus be just drawn to that ball of energy until all of your energy is there. Now move it to the top of your head. Just know that you have and I'm assisting you energetically by the way. So I'm moving that energy ball too. Then move it to the back of your head. Move it down to the base of your head, what they call the occipital area, where your head curves into your neck to soothe the primitive brain. Move it down there and let it 
swirl around a little bit and soothe that area. Ah, and now move that ball of energy down your spine, slowly, slowly. Shoulder level, mid-back, lower back, sacrum, hips, all the way to the base of your spine and then let it swirl around a bit and massage the base of your spine. And if you just barely sense that it's doing it, for starters, that will do some good. Now, I'd like you to zip it up and down your spine. Zip up to your head, zip back down to your tailbone. Zip up to your head, zip back down to your tailbone. Ooh. Mm, yeah, you're, you're energy sensitive, yes. And again, though, if you can't feel it, it doesn't matter. I don't find that that has much bearing on the results. Isn't that nice? Yeah, some people are more energy sensors than others. Yeah, now bring all of your focus with that ball of energy down to your tailbone. Hmm, and let that ball of energy get bigger now so that it encompasses your hips. Hmm, split it into two balls of energy and let the right one go down from your hip through your thigh to your right knee to your calf to your ankle, to your foot, and you might notice your foot just instantly tingling. That's how powerful yeah. focus, uh-huh. that's how powerful focus and energy is. And ground it into the center of the earth. And you'll notice, okay, now let energy come up from the center of the earth and give back to you. Enjoy that as you now bring your focus back up that leg, calf, knee, thigh, hip. Now let's put our energy focus on the ball that's in your left hip and let it go. Hip, thigh, knee, calf, ankle, foot. Now your left foot is enjoying your focus and attention and this wonderful rejuvenating energy. And then send that one down into the center of the earth and enjoy the energy that earth gives back to you. And just for grins, Let's bring both of those balls of energy plus that earth energy up through the legs to the hips, through the belly and the lower back. Now expand that ball to torso size again and move it up and let's just end with it centered around your heart like a sun radiating from your heart. It feels really good. 
and warm and energized. Now, I'd like you to just notice you're not in your head anymore. <laughs> your head is probably pretty quiet. Most of us modern people have a lot of energy focused in our heads. And this is just a very simple way, just using energy in your focus to drop that energy out of your head with, it, with no resistance. And intuition comes more from the body and the heart, actually, than it comes from the brain. It may move from your body and heart to the brain. So this helps you get that silence and space and quiet that I was talking about. And when you open your eyes, you may feel refreshed after just a couple of minutes of that. Yes. Um, you know, it was crazy was first of all, I felt a heaviness. Like it was, I felt, it probably felt the most sensation here mm -hmm. is, is, I mean, it was like, oh my gosh. Like it's, I would almost started, I felt like I was tipping down because it was like <laughs> so heavy. And then, and then when you're like, okay, put it on top of your head. I'm like, oh, thank God, because I was getting tired of it being there. Um, cause it just felt pressure on my eyes. I mean, I could feel it on my nose, you know, uh -huh. up here, um, it was a little lighter and then uh -huh. I didn't feel as intense as I did here, but uh -huh. when we got it down to <clears throat> the hips and you split the ball and then uh -huh. went down, I could still feel the heaviness in my left hip while the energy went down to my feet. Yeah. And, um, and it, it was just strange to have that kind of, oh, like, I'm feeling energy in two different spots uh -huh. I've, I've uh -huh. done where, you know, I've, I've taken healing from the earth and brought it up through and up and out and then down my hand to whatever uh -huh. ails me to make it feel better, which works. Yes. Um, but having energy in two places, I was like, I, you know, I think, I, yeah, I guess you can. You know? Yes. And, and I do these kinds of things to help me and other people just get better at focusing Oh yeah, more complex focus and to realize that we can really do more than we think we can. And yeah, I do use that for healing, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I use it for so many things and the more practiced you get, at focus, I mean, it can be like a laser beam. You can, you can practically do surgery on yourself. And it's yeah. just a matter of using your focus and your energy. Where most, so much of the time, all of a modern person's energy is balled up in their head. That's why I start there. It's there anyway. And you felt it as heavy. You've mm -hmm. had a busy day. I know you have. And this it's just such an easy way when you've been in your head to just drop down. Right. And, and just stop the, the, the wheels up yep. here. Yep. Um, There's no energy left to turn those wheels. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was an amazing exercise. And, and I thank you for that reminder because, and, and, and introducing also having two split energies kind of going in and, and that even made me focus even more, you know? Mm. Um, and, and, you know, you said it, it, 
even if it's just imaginary, you don't have to feel it and it still works because, and that's so true. I mean, even the times where I've like, my, you know, my hand ached. And so I did this exercise where I was imagining bringing the energy up from, you know, my feet, from the earth, through my feet, up and, you know, up and then way up here. And then I could just feel like a light come down and I would imagine it going down my hand to wherever I was, you know, touching mm -hmm. it. But it's not, it's very subtle. It's, it's almost like it is imagination in some aspects. And then sometimes you're like, whoa, I felt that because I, I, I would feel it was just imagination going through my body. But then when it came down to my hand and went to where it was hurting, I was like, Ooh, I feel a sensation where the focus is going into. Yes. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And actually it feels better. Whoa. <laughs> that really worked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank you. That's just, everybody needs to try that. I hope you did it while we were doing it. Um, but Lola, what, what you've got going on? What, what do you have to share with the audience? How can they get in touch with you? Well, my website is divine openings, plural divineopenings.com. Okay. And it's so huge. People call it the mothership. <laughs> 21 online classes, but the whole path to awakening and Onward, I have students that have been in those courses for 15 years and keep expanding goddess courses, money courses. But but the gifts are some introductions to some of those. Uh, when they go to the site, a pop-up will come up to join my email list. There you go. I think it pops up after about 70 seconds. Join the email list. Then a series of emails will come that give you all of these gifts. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many. Stay on that list because there's so many. A free trial to the Portal One, the foundation of the Portals of Awakening. Uh, a segment of my book. That book I showed earlier, the first 64 pages of this. That nugget. <laughs> with a divine opening in there that opens you up. Um, a free song that I recorded. Um, a free trial of my $650 Enlightened Business course. A free trial of the $399 Goddess course. To We talked about allowing yeah. and receiving. Well, that's what that's all about. The Seven Keys booklet, lots of juicy free gifts that have huge value in there and their introductions to the, the fullness of those courses. Awesome. Awesome. And if, well, if they wanted to go straight to the newsletter signup page, if they didn't want to wait the 70 seconds, they can go to divineopenings.com and type in forward slash Aweber, A-W-E-B-E-R. Takes you to the newsletter signup page. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And stay on top of those emails that are coming in because, you know, it's going to unlock some, some valuable things that you just got to check out, you know, I mean, and yeah. And if they do decide to sign up for one of those things, one of those emails has a coupon in it. Yay. Well, actually several of those emails. Have a coupon. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it, it's, uh, you, you got to look out for those little treasures. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Well, uh, it has been a pleasure and an honor that you joined us today. And I, I know that the, the, the listeners are just thrilled to try out some of your techniques and I hope they continue to, to explore those and explore your website and see, maybe find some, something that just, you know, follow the intuition and see where they need to start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, and I thought about, there's another way to go straight to the, um, Newsletter sign-up, it's in the footer of the website. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And we'll have all of that information um, at, okay. the, at the end. We're going to have it right here so we can see it. And so everybody will be able to find you easily in one way or another. So thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for giving this to everybody, giving me the opportunity to meet these new people and light them up. That's what we're about. Absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you so much. You are very welcome, Susan. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Create Happy Now podcast. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell. If you have a topic to suggest, please leave a comment below. Catch the Create Happy Now podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, and Podchaser. Check out other YouTube videos on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel. And if you want more, check down below for resources, courses, and events, or go to www.createhappynow.com.